Hello and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. I am Michelle Burkhardt. I am your host. I would like to share with you something that I've been studying for, mm, it's fairly brand new, okay? So the last couple weeks. But it's the idea of, how do I say this succinctly? Um, resting in uncertainty and stop seeking escape. <laughs> so uh, let me back up just a little bit. Have you ever felt like in your, your life, there are times when things are overwhelming, right? So you, you might have discomfort. Maybe you have discomfort in your body, discomfort in your mind. Um, maybe there's difficulty, right? You're struggling to either learn something or grow, or, or maybe there's a difficulty in a relationship, um, maybe you have emotions that are showing up and you're not even really sure where they're coming from or why they're there, or there's just a general feeling of unpredictability about life, right? You can go be going about your day, doing your thing, um, executing your plan. And then all of a sudden something happens, right? So first of all, I just want to say that all of those things now hear me when I say this, Okay there are perception of what is happening. Okay. So, so let's talk about discomfort. So have you ever heard that some people have a higher or lower pain tolerance? You know, there's this thing on, uh, I see a lot of memes on Facebook sometimes that talk about how men and women approach sickness differently, right? How, how, uh, a mom, especially with young children can be, um, you know, on her deathbed basically. And she's still doing the things that need to be done. Whereas a man might, um, you know, get a cold and he feels like he needs bed rest for three days. Now I'm not here to debate one way or the other, or even to say that that is the truth. I'm saying that's what I see, right? So your perception of your comfort level is very different. So for those people who have been in chronic pain for many years, they are actually able to get to the point where, um, pain that might debilitate somebody else is just their normal. Okay. Or if you think about difficulty, like, uh, difficulty in relationships. So I have a different perception of that because that's a, a wide majority of my business is focused on that, right? I might go in and, and work with a team and, and maybe there's some, as some people might label it toxicity, right? There's some drama there. I love it. Okay. I don't get uncomfortable about that. I love it. I, I search for that because I want to make sure that I can help with that. Okay. Um, other people, you know, they can experience very deep emotions and not get upset because they're experiencing that. Okay. Different personality types deal with anger in a very different way. Right. So how we feel about what's happening in our day really comes from how we're interpreting those things. But the key to what I want to share with you today is this idea of stop trying to escape. So what often happens is, and I'm not here to tell you that you should think this way or should think that way. I will actually never tell you that. Okay. That is not something that I talk about ever. You have full uh, responsibility and freedom to believe anything that you want to believe. Okay. However, there is a tendency in our humanness to try to escape these beliefs that sneak up on us. 
Okay. So for example, if you are in physical pain, what do you do? Well, some people, they immediately head to medication, right? Some people immediately head to meditation. <laughs> some people, um, think about, oh, do I need to go lay down? Do I need to take a nap? Right? So, so you, you immediately go into that place of what's going to make it feel better, right? Some people actually do the, the thinking about what could be causing this, right? So rather than trying to escape the immediate pain in, in your present, you, you're thinking through what has led me to this and can I fix that so that I don't have to worry about the pain. So it's two different approaches. They might both do the same thing. Uh, however, sometimes you just need to sit in your pain a little bit and understand it's only going to be here for a time and then it will leave. For example, the other day, um, a couple of my kids sometimes suffer from migraines. And so, um, my son had a migraine and he came home from school. He immediately took some, some medication and he went and laid down in my bed. And as I was checking on him, I was just like, okay, what's going on? You know, how can I help you? And he said, there's nothing you can do to help me. I just need to stay here. The pain will go away, but I have to en endure it for just a minute. And I walked out and I just smiled and I thought, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Um, now he did the things that he knew that were going to take away the pain, laying down, taking a break, taking some medication, drinking water, right? However, he had a very healthy view of how to handle that pain. He said, I just need to stick with it for a little bit. It's going to get better. Most people in general, and I would have to say myself up until this point as well, that's what we, tr we try to escape the pain. We try to do whatever we can to get rid of it, right? So let's say you have a conflict in, in the workplace or in home and you, you might try to avoid it, right? Um, that's a, a method of escape. So a couple of my mentors, it's funny how when you're, you're kind of approaching something in, in your awareness or your growth and, and several people start speaking the same thing in stereo, right? So several of my mentors lately have really been talking about this idea of when you come to a point where you might label it quote unquote bad or negative, whether it be, uh, in your thinking, in your body, in your relationships, welcome what comes, welcome what goes. So, so that means when that thing is here, accept, notice and observe it. So let's say you're having a, um, an emotional time. You may or may not understand why, um, but you're, you're just in those emotions, right? Something has gotten you worked up. Okay. If you can, take a few moments and, and acknowledge and observe that this is happening. You may even be able to ask yourself much like my son did, what, what led up to this and what can I do to, to help it? Right. And sometimes you can fix it. So maybe there was something that caused it and you can go back to a, a person and, and, you know, maybe have a reconciliation. Right. But sometimes it's just important to notice that it's here and let it be here. Here's why there's a bunch of research out there right now. And if you really want to know, email me, but I'm not going to quote research right now, but there's science out there that tells us that emotions, especially very strong emotions come in waves. 
Uh, so it's usually about 90 seconds. Uh, 90 seconds to maybe three minutes, like the deeper. So if you're experiencing grief for any reason, usually when grief comes, it's really, really difficult for 90 seconds up to three minutes. And then that wave kind of passes. Because remember, emotion is energy in motion. Okay, so this is just energy coming into our body. So uh, when you're in a time of grief, what has happened is you've had a thought that has triggered some emotions and triggered some hormones. And within 90 seconds to three minutes, you're having this emotion, this energy all the way throughout your body. Okay, that's what's happening psychologically and physically. Now, what's really important is to, to recognize what you can do with this. So for example, if you notice that you're in this time of grief, stop, pause, observe, keep breathing, and understand this is going to pass. Most people, when they start to feel this, they all of a sudden have thoughts of fear that it's going to last forever. And then they add this fear and all the related hormones on top of the grief. And so now you have magnified it. Okay. And it will last much longer. So the very thing that you fear that it's going to last forever is the thing that pretty much comes true because you have added your fear to it. So it's not so much that grief lasts all that long. It's that you are adding to it. Okay. And then what happens because it lasts a little bit longer, most people try to escape it. So this is where they get into um, situations and circumstances that are not all that healthy. So for example, avoidance, avoidance of grief at all costs. I have a dear friend of mine. I love her to death, but man, this girl never, ever, ever stops. Even when something bad happens, she never stops. And I realized that the reason why she does it is because if she stops, she feels like she's going to fall apart. So therefore she avoids everything. And it's not just the negative things. It's actually the positive things in her life too. When something really great happens, she can't stop and celebrate that win because if she stops long enough, she knows she's going to fall apart. Okay. So she's avoiding other people do things like, um, retreating. So, so maybe they're not avoiding their feelings necessarily, but they're retreating from other people. And these are the folks who, who maybe they're in a time of grief and they just stay in their house. They don't reach out. They don't accept help. That's dangerous. Other people might adopt unhealthy or risky behaviors like drinking or taking drugs, right? Because you're trying to seek escape. What is your way of seeking escape? Let's say today something wonky happens in your schedule. How are you going to escape that? What, what's your typical pattern? See, it's really important to understand that pattern that you've built inside yourself up until now, because if you don't understand that, you're not going to be able to change it. Okay. So my encouragement to you today is to stop seeking escape. When those emotions come, when you have those thoughts, when you have a difficult time, I want you to pause and just observe 
And you may even, uh, a friend of mine, actually, when she read this research on the 90 seconds to three minutes, she actually set her timer for three minutes. And so anytime she would um, experience something weird like this, she would, she's got a watch and she has a timer that you can set at all times. So she just turned her watch on and, and hit a button. And she said, I would just allow myself to be in that space for three minutes. And she said, all I would do is I would just focus on my breathing, focus on what's happening in my body. Um, she said, if I needed to get away from other people, I would do that. Uh, and, and I said, well, how is that working for you? And she said, actually, it's working really well because I've noticed that over time, by the time that my t um, alarm goes off, I am well past the moment. And I actually am surprised when my alarm goes off because it's been, you know, like two minutes since I, I even needed to focus on that. And I'm already into a different place. I love that. I love that. So, so she is learning more about herself, more about her thoughts, more about her body. And she says that overall, she is a much more peaceful person and she has more hope than she's ever had before. And I said, so tell me, you know, this whole idea of escape, what, what do you think about that? And she said, well, I, I think that escape is dangerous because you never actually take care of the problem. So it just keeps coming back. But when you sit with it, all of a sudden the, the issue that you're having right now gets solved because you're approaching it, you're taking care of it. And so you end up having less issues that you feel like you need to escape from. Isn't that awesome? So, so in reality, when you get right down to it, the thing that's in front of you, whatever, you know, your perception of a difficulty, a challenge, a problem, you know, an issue in your body, a, a relationship, a drama, whatever that thing is, first of all, you can approach it from the perception level and try to play with that a little bit, right? And when you try to escape, you make it worse. So acknowledge that it's here. Let it be here and even, you know, set your timer for a few minutes to remind yourself this has a space in my life too. Because when you acknowledge that this has a space and you don't try to escape, all of a sudden you're going to take care of that problem and you're going to have more peace overall. If you don't believe me, that's okay. It's just science. Uh, but I would encourage you to try it out. Try it several times. See what you think. Nobody's going to die because they stopped and, and thought about their problem. Okay. And if you need any help, assistance, you have thoughts or questions about this, please feel free to reach out to me. Um, you can always email me at michelle at growbyone.com. I would love to chat with you about that. So I hope that this has added value to you today, gotten you to think a little bit more about yourself and, and your own patterns and habits, and that it's going to encourage you to really approach what the real problem is. So with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day and we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.